All right, all right, all right, y'all. Welcome back to the Your Podcast Strategist Show. And today we are going to be talking all about tech, tech and tools. So let's dig in. Welcome to the Your Podcast Strategist Show. I'm your host, Kayla Wells. I'm a podcast manager and strategist working with award-winning professionals and entrepreneurs who are creating businesses that change the world. Get ready to learn everything you need to know to start podcasting today, along with all the encouragement you need to stay on track. I love podcasting, but I love creating sustainable marketing and content machines that support your business and life even more. It's time to take the weight out of your marketing efforts. Ready to go? Great. Grab your favorite note-taking tools and let's do this. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the show. Let's talk about tech, baby. Let's do it. All right. So tech and tools. Here's the thing. If you are a brand new podcaster, you do not have to have a microphone, but I recommend it. And the Samson Q2U is a great option for brand new podcasters. Make sure you've got a pop filter or a windscreen. Basically, they the pop filter goes onto the mic. It's what you see. It's that like ball that goes over the microphone ball. A windscreen is what you see in front of it. And like usually it's on a little arm that you can move forward and back away from your mic. But both of those things have a purpose. The pop filter keeps you from hearing a lot of plosives. I'll do one right now so that you know what it is. But I warn you, it may not be super plosive because I hate them. But when you are speaking directly into a mic and it sounds like plosives, that is a plosive. And they get really annoying because there's a lot of, it's the wind in your mouth coming out through that P. And when you speak directly into a mic, or sometimes even if you're not speaking directly into it, the mic will pick up that burst of wind. And when you have a pop filter, it reduces it. It reduces how much wind actually hits the microphone. Now, a windscreen is great for S's. They're great for popping as well, but they're great for S's. So if you know that you are a super S-y person, which I am, then making sure that you're A, not speaking directly into your microphone, but B, you have that windscreen keeps it your mic from hearing how much air is in that S and it kind of reduces your S-iness. So if you're going to do a microphone brand new out the box, the Samson Q2U is under $100 and usually comes with a tripod and or a pop filter, I believe, if I remember correctly. And it's a USB mic. It can plug directly into your computer. You don't have to worry about any additional cables. Is it going to give you the most like depth in your voice? No. If you're connected directly to your USB, it's not going to do that, but it will get you started. And you can simply use your earbuds that came with your phone, whatever earbuds you're using. I don't recommend having wireless earbuds whenever you are recording, um, especially if you're recording with a host. Now, that being said, the reason I don't recommend it is because If they die for some reason and there's a lag in conversation while you figure out a new set of headphones, it can just change the overall tone of your conversation when you're having a really good talk. So I just recommend being wired in. And then additionally, if you're wired into your microphone, 
you will be able to hear what your microphone is picking up and you'll have an idea of what your recording is going to sound like as well as if there's other things going on in the background that you need to address. So that's another reason that I recommend a wired headphone. So those are like the actual like techie, these are the physical things that you need to have. Now, when it comes to recording, there are a bunch of different ways you can do this. Oh, additionally, like if you want to use your phone to podcast with, if you can get a lavalier mic, just a one of those ones that connects to your, your shirt, lavalier mics are great. They can plug directly into your phone. And while you won't be able to hear what you're picking up on that, it still gives you really clear audio and you can use your recorder app on your phone if you prefer. And that way you can podcast on the go if necessary. It's not the... It's not going to give you the best audio for podcasting on the go, but it is an option. There are way more expensive and way better options for podcasting on the go, which I'm not going to talk about in this one because we're talking about getting your show started. That'll be later on. That'll be like advanced tech and tools. But for now, you want to get a dynamic microphone. You do not want a condenser microphone. So here's the difference between a dynamic and a condenser microphone. A dynamic microphone is the one that has just the one, I want to say it's a cardioid, and it's it's got this one plate that you speak into and it only gets sound from the one direction, just the one, versus a condenser microphone that picks up sound typically in all directions. Now they do have settings where you can change that, but regardless, the point of a condenser microphone is to pick up really good tone your voice is going to sound amazing with a condenser microphone, but it will also pick up every bit of room tone that you have in your room. Every echo, every pop, every little chirp, every single thing that it could pick up, it will pick it up because that's the point of a condenser microphone, which will make editing time hell. It will make your editing time hell. So get yourself a dynamic microphone that only picks up sound in one direction and it will save you tons of time in editing. Now, recording. So there are a bunch of different, you can record on a bunch of different platforms. You can record in GarageBand. You can record in QuickTime. You can record on a free platform called Audacity, which I really, really love because you can set all of your dials and things, your gain. If I mean... If you know that information, you can use it to get some really good audio recording. But here's the thing. You can also record in Zoom. Here's the thing about Zoom. Zoom will, when you pull down your recordings, it condenses your files and it will not allow you to get the best audio quality. Okay. I really love Riverside.fm. Here's the reason. Yes, it is a cost. That's not the reason. That's a con. But it records video and audio at the same time. It allows you to create separate studios. So you could have a studio for meetings. You could have a studio for podcast recordings. You could have a studio for solos versus interviews. And then additionally, it records locally on both your computer and your guest's computer and then uploads those local files to the cloud without condensing them. And it records in 4K. It can record in 4K if the uh, conditions are appropriate. So yeah, I love Riverside.fm. I'm using it to record my solos and my interviews. I just, I feel like it's a fantastic platform for it. And only occasionally have I had any kind of glitches on it. So I just, I really appreciate it. For instance, 
if for some reason something happens with your Wi-Fi, it's still recording. It'll pick it back up on the back end of it and upload it so that you still get that recording because it's a local recording versus just being on your Wi-Fi. Fantastic. It's perfect. Um, other ones that are like uh, Riverside are Zencaster, Squadcast. There are a bunch of different kinds. Riverside just happens to be my favorite. Talk to any other podcast manager, they'll probably give you a different one. A lot of people still like Zoom. I'm not a big Zoom fan. I just don't feel like you get the best audio quality from that platform. Plus, if you're using Riverside, they allow you to create clips. In If you're doing video, you can create clips that you can share on, share on social. You can do it within the platform, which is amazing. And it makes it super easy if you connect all of your um, social platforms. It makes it super, super easy just to share everything out. So that's fantastic. Now for editing, I really, really, really prefer Audacity. I like it. It's free. It has most of the bells and whistles that everyone else does. And they keep updating the platform to make it get, it just keeps getting closer and closer and closer to other platforms like Audition, which is an Adobe product. And I mean, I'm not going to say it's going to get close to Pro Tools and things like that, but other ones are Hindenburg, Reaper. Like there are some really good options out there. I prefer Audacity. It's what I learned in and I really, really like it. Additionally, something to consider is software for audio repair. Now, audio repair has a it's an, an in-depth thing, but things like clicks and pops and stuff like that can be taken out fairly easily with some very, very uh, low-key software, one-time payment top type like $39. And I prefer Isotope products. Isotope RX, whatever that month, whatever that year is, right now we're in nine. And then if you want the lowest option, it's their elements option. And it will take out clicks and hum and things like that. It will make your audio sound way better for a very small cost. And it's very, very user-friendly, very user-friendly. So we have talked about mics. We have talked about headphones. We have talked about recording platform. And now we've talked about editing. So additionally, you have to write your show notes and things like that. I just prefer using a Google Doc. It's way easy to just, you know, use that um, to collaborate with if you have somebody else writing for you. And I like to use Canva. I don't like to use it because I'm not graphically inclined, but I like it when Canva is used to create audiogram templates and quote cards and things like that. So they're really easy to stay on brand and to switch out week after week after week. So Canva is another tool that I recommend to use for your podcast to create, to easily create promotional materials. Yes. And then last but not least, I think that audiograms are very helpful, especially when you transcribe them and you have the words on the audiogram. Audiograms are those short videos that you see that have like a clip of the audio and then some sort of like waveform. And it's usually really pretty and branded. And it's got like the guest and you and the title and all of that. And you can share that on your stories. You can share that in your posts. You can also provide it for story shares to your guests to make it really easy for them to share the episodes that they're on. You can even create guest templates so that they are specific to guests. And that way they get just that little bit of extra for being on your show, which is always great. And I like to use Headliner. Now you can use Canva to create audiograms, but again, I don't really like Canva. It's not the one I like. So I just, 
not my fave, not my fave, but I like to use Headliner. They have some really awesome integrations with some of the podcast hosting platforms where you can actually submit audio on your podcast hosting platform and then create audiograms within the host platform. So that's another reason why I really like Headliner. Canva does that as well. And yeah, I just really love using Headliner. Another one that you can use is Wave. There are a bunch of different ones out there and you can get as you know creative with that as you want or just keep it very templatized and make it easy to get the information out. Either, you know, however you want to do that, whatever's on brand for you, whatever makes sense, you know? Yeah, those are my favorite, like very podcast specific tech and tools. Now I'm going to have an episode coming up that is all about creating your podcast workflow. And for that, I prefer ClickUp. I'm a huge ClickUp fan. I think it's an amazing project management tool. And I love how easy it is to use and to recreate for podcasting because podcasting is very cyclical. You have the same checklist every single time and it makes ClickUp just makes it very, very easy to recreate that checklist by creating templates and really automating your workflow, which is amazing when it comes down to it, especially with how much time you spend on recording and editing and everything else. Managing the project itself is super simple when you do it in ClickUp. There are other ones as well. You know, there's a sauna. I would not recommend Trello. I find that very difficult to keep track of all of your podcast information with. Monday.com. There's all kinds of options for this, but I really love to use ClickUp. And then another really awesome resource, which I'm not currently using, but I want to is Airtable. Airtable is an amazing, like it's basically like creating really in-depth spreadsheets, but they have way more functionality and it's just a really good way to get information and details on a page. But it's also a great way to see your podcast in a snapshot because I also recommend having your episodes, links that are in the episodes, um, all that kind of stuff in a spreadsheet. So it's very easy to go and pull that information for future episodes. You can go back through when you're set to record so that you can reference back to previous episodes you've had. And it's really easy if you just keep everything in a really nice spreadsheet and Airtable makes that very easy. Okay. So tech and tools. Are there any tech tools, things that you prefer? I'm not going to go over podcast hosts in this one because while that is technically part of podcasting, I think that needs its own episode. And so I'll go over podcast hosts probably in the next episode if you want to know the truth. But I'm going to do that in a separate episode, do pros and cons, talk about different podcast hosts. And that is technically another piece of software that you need to have. But these are my preferences for these types of things. Another really good one. I forgot about transcription. Hold on, hold the phone back up. Transcription. So I have always really loved otter.ai for transcription, but, but Descript is changing the game because you can use your transcript to edit your, your episodes. And it will help to remove those filler words, especially if you speak very clearly and you have plenty of space and pauses. It does a really good job pulling out filler words like ums and uhs, like, like, (laughs) and you knows and so's they'd have different, they have different tiers that you can pert like you have to, it's a monthly subscription. So that's another thing to consider as you're looking at your overall cost of doing your podcast because you have to pay for your host and then you have to decide whether or not you want to continue to pay monthly for something else. And Descript is one of those monthly for something else's. 
I think that it is worth it. I am actually kind of in my like teaser trial testing phase right now with it. There are definitely some bugs I would like to to work out of it. Um, I haven't quite been able to add it to my workflow, but I do think that when I do, it's going to make a huge difference on overall editing time when I'm doing my content edits. So that's another thing to consider is transcription because you should, it's another one of those, like if you're going to have a podcast, you should get it transcribed so that you can easily use it and repurpose it in other places. Again, I don't really like the should word, but in this case, if you're going to do it, go ahead and use it for all it's worth. You know, if you're going to have the podcast, use the content for all that it's worth. Okay. Let me know if you have any questions about tech and tools. Let me know if there's anything else you'd like me to go into. I can definitely do tech and tools advanced. You know, we could do that as well. So let me know. And I hope you're having a wonderful day and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Love the episode? If so, I'd truly appreciate you leaving me some stars and some words. Or, you know, those ratings and reviews we all talk about. Want to immerse yourself in the podcast world? Head over to Facebook or Instagram and follow me at Quell's Podcast Services. That's K-W-E-L-L-S Podcast Services. I'm sharing more tidbits and knowledge and would love to connect. Today is the day to take action. What's one thing you can do to move closer to your podcast and business dreams? Do you have it clear in your mind? Okay, go do it. I'll catch you next time.